Hello, Kayla. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Riley. So good to be here. I'm so happy you're on. I have a first question for you, as always. Your weekly high, your weekly low, or just something that you're moving through or celebrating this week? My weekly high, obviously, is so just being here and being immersed in this experience with you and the other girls and a weekly low is is really hard to kind of even like think about because in my business I feel like the lows don't even feel like lows and like this week for example it was like a Facebook link expired like it's like that's as bad as it gets you know it's like yeah so many things obviously happened day to day and it just never really feels like a low because everything else is just so good. Yeah. It's literally just what I'm moving through, what I'm navigating, but it's never something big enough to even give the language of this is a low that I'm moving through. Yeah. I think it's definitely a mirror for how you move through business. Yeah. Too, where it's like not even approaching things in a way where, yeah, it is a negative yeah. or it's a low because it's just good yeah. and it's working and it's yeah. moving. For anyone that is listening and they're like, who is this Kayla? What is she doing? Who yeah. is she? What she built? What's a little intro or just summary on who you are, what you do and yeah, what yeah. you're doing more importantly? Wow. Um, it's, it's hard to kind of like really start, but I guess I own Fame and Feisty, which is a Lash and Brow Academy based in Brisbane. And I have a full product line. I train women across Australia. I have women travel internationally to come and learn from me. And I have a coaching and mentoring business as well. So Fame and Feisty has been around for four years. And prior to that, I had a, a salon, which I closed at the end of last year to really put my heart and soul into my Lash and Brow Academy and my business coaching and mentoring. So my business is very much, I would say, in the last 10 to 12 months, really just kind of taken a new direction and it's been incredible. Mm, I love that. And for you, if we could take it back to almost day one of your business and that was what, four or five years ago now, what was the beginning stages of that like? Where were you at in life Mm. and what was – what was the moment for you where it's like, this is my next step in what I'm doing? Yeah, I think if I go back even further, when I opened my Lash and Brow Salon, mm. I had just had my third child. And I remember thinking I was on maternity leave and I had been made redundant. And when I received my redundancy letter, like there's a process you know, you have to follow when you make someone redundant and that involves, you know, a meeting prior to the actual formal redundancy letter being issued and and all these sorts of things. And I remember receiving the redundancy letter and it was dated like two weeks prior to my meeting. Mm. And so it was like, wow, these guys had already made a decision to make me redundant while I was on maternity leave. And the conversation that we had on the day of, you know, them mate or it being a conversation about redundancy, they were trying to get me to come back to work early from maternity leave because they mm-hmm. needed someone like on the ground. 
And I just remember feeling so shit because I was, I felt like I was being made to choose between my children and my job. And I never wanted to be put in that position ever again. And I had my lashes done for my wedding. And I remember opening my eyes and thinking, oh, my God, like, you look amazing. <laughs> and I, I, my husband and I went on our honeymoon and we came back. And I was, yeah, I had enrolled in a course and started my business at home while I had, you know, a five-month-old and you know, two other, three others when, when my stepdaughter was here as well. And it was like wild, but, you know, I, I really, at that time was like, I don't want to be answering to someone while I'm trying to support my family. I don't want to be dictated to when I want to go to school athletics, when I want to go and watch my daughter play netball, when I want to when my kids are sick, when I, you know, I just didn't want to have that constraint. And it, I felt guilty. You know, mm. I felt guilty every time one of the kids was sick and I had to, like, let my boss know I was, I needed a day off. It was like, can't your husband take the day off? Or, you know, you've already had a day off last month or, you know, things like that. So I was like... I need to do something for myself and I need to make this work. And mm. I started my lash and um, brow salon in my garage at home. And I was the, like, I was the highest charging lash and brow artist in my area. And I was fully booked. And so, you know, obviously it took me time and effort to get to that point, but you know, it felt so good to be able to help other women feel like I felt on that day when I opened my eyes and saw myself with those beautiful lashes. Mm. And from there, you know, the more my salon grew, the more attention, I guess, I got from other business owners in my industry asking me, what was I doing? How was I doing it? You know, they were asking, can I come and learn from you? And in 2019, I started my Lash and Brow Academy and started teaching women how to start their own businesses in the Lash and Brow industry. Mm. And from there, you know, I was doing a lot of mentoring of my students and it's something that I'm just so proud of today to really sit here and, you know, even speak to the impact that I've had on their lives and what they've been able to create for themselves. You know, I've seen my students become mums. I've seen, you know, my students buy their first homes. I've seen them, like, buy their dream car and, you know, take dream holidays. And, you know, I feel so proud that I've had a part to play in them actually believing in themselves and starting their own businesses and yeah, putting themselves in a position where they're able to have that beautiful life as well. Mm. It's so cool listening to you speak because I think we've had very similar journeys, even mm. though it's like very different industries in terms of our actual mm. craft, but it's starting at home 
it's building that up. It's getting it to a point yeah. where it's like people are coming to you and they're wanting more from you. They want to learn from you. Mm. And I think that's such a beautiful like organic path that can take place in business where you've really just fallen on your lap in terms of what the next step has always been in business as a byproduct of what you're focusing on and what you're moving through and what you're building more importantly for you really early days you obviously said that you were charging the most in your local area you'd like learnt your craft Mm -hmm. you'd nailed your craft what did that kind of I guess season look like for you in terms of getting to a stage where you were just working out from home and doing your thing from the garage to being someone in your area where it was like wow she's our go-to girl like that's that's the girl to follow yeah you know what's really interesting is I have language for it now. Mm. I didn't at the time. Yeah. But when I really look back, I wasn't afraid to be a beginner. Mm. You know, I was not afraid to do what was required to get skin in the game and become the best that I could be. And I knew that if I wanted to build the business that I wanted to have, I needed to be exceptional because there were some amazing lash and brow artists around. And, Mm. you know, I wanted to create a point of difference. And I I obviously knew, you know, who I was and how much people were just drawn to me as a person. But my artistry, you know, I wasn't a natural. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I've not ever been in the beauty industry. It's not something that... I ever wanted to do as a young child, like the beauty industry, if someone had said to me, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you're going to be in the beauty industry, I would have laughed, you know, I would have laughed. And that period really looked like for me a lot of practice, Mm. a lot of dedication and a lot of refinement. And, you know, I wasn't afraid to advertise for models so I could practice. I wasn't afraid to do things at a reduced cost or for free or like Mm. whatever that period looked like for me. I wasn't afraid to do that because I always had the long game in mind. And I feel like a lot of business owners get really stuck because, you know, they see someone in their industry who's charging you know, $350 for lashes or like whatever it is. And they're like, I want, like, I'm going to join the lash industry. I'm going to be charging that. And it's like, there's a pro like a process to yeah. get to that point. Like you actually have to be good to be charging that you can't charge mm. what you're charging and not be providing a level of service that is exceptional. Yeah. And so, you know, I just really made it my mission to, become amazing I invested in a lot of education from women around the world who were teaching really advanced techniques Mm. and again I was not afraid to be a beginner learning something new and you know even when I started my Lash and Brow Academy I still continued my own learning because I was so dedicated to providing the best education to my students And what I created in my salon just transferred over to my academy. And I think that's what brought a lot of success to my academy. And a lot of, you know, students that come and learn from me are word of mouth. Yeah. You know, it's referrals. 
I think that's a huge conversation. Like there's two parts in that where it's it's eating the frogs early days in business where it is having the long-term game in mind. And I feel like I agree. So many people enter business with this short-term gratification almost of I just want to see the result. I just want to do the thing and be at that stage where I can charge X amount of money and see that return when it's never the point if you do want a sustainable business and your evidence of that. And even on that too, in terms of nailing your craft, I think for sure now, there was a time in the world, in business, in any service-based business particularly, where good was good, you know, and good did get you so far. But now it's like, good doesn't fly. You know, being good at something is is fine, but you need to be excellent. And that's really the thing that's going to propel you in whatever industry that you're in. And you've experience that firsthand and it does make such a massive difference to even the client experience and the overall literal experience that you give them whether it be the result that they have the experience in salon the experience afterwards in terms of even automation around that process (laughs) as well it's like when I think about going to any type of appointment I want it to be seamless. I want there to be little resistance in whatever it is. And I feel for you, even in your coaching, you know, business now, which is mainly our focus Mm. together, there's not a lot of resistance and that creates a really beautiful client experience. And it's something that I focus on a lot. Molly and I work on a Mm. lot in terms of streamlining things. For you, when you can think about obviously the result you got from a salon perspective and then that obviously, you know, went beautifully into more of the education Mm. and now the coaching side of things, What do you feel beyond just being an expert and beyond just being exceptional at the actual, you know, skill and artistry that comes with it led to you actually having those results? Because I'm sure there were other things that kind of came into play. Yeah. And, you know, just even listening to you speak, I'm like, oh, there's so much more. Yeah. You know, artistry or skill or whatever your thing is, is one part of it. And honestly... I got my business to a, a certain point mm. and it's, it, it was like I was standing still and I still remember the feeling and, and you know, I just sort of launched my academy and then COVID hit. So I had launched all my trainings and classes were sold out and all the things and COVID hit and during COVID – you know, I decided it'd be fun to launch a product line. And so, you know, I was developing products and things like that. I would say at the end of 2022 is when I really realised how much I was standing still. Yeah. And whilst I was talking about all this movement and, you know, things were happening in my business and I I was training students and products were selling Mm. and like from the outside looking in, it was amazing. Mm. But internally, I was just standing so still. And I got to a point and I get emotional speaking about it because it was like, I got to a point where I was so fucking over it. And I just was like, you know what, Kayla, if you don't fucking do something, like give up, go Mm. and work for someone, you know, like, Because at that point, I was working so much. You know, Mm. I was sacrificing so much time from my children, from my husband, from relationships, from friendships. And for what? 
I, f- I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel mm. successful. I didn't, I felt like I was trapped. Mm. And, you know, I, I look at where I was at last year and I had a successful business and I decided to close my salon down and I was putting myself wholeheartedly into, you know, my academy and my coaching. Mm. But I remember making a commitment to myself and saying, you have to fucking do this. It's now or never. Like yeah. that was that was literally like my motto. It's now or never. I mm-hmm. was not giving myself another opportunity. Yeah. It was like, take this one or you're done. Yeah. And then I found you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was like I joined one of like your really short, containers and I just remember that period going holy fuck I've learned so much about myself just from listening Mm. to other women's experiences to the way you mentor the way you respond and my world I like my world just completely changed and I knew I was in the right place to be doing what I knew I needed to do. Mm. And I knew I was in the right space to have the support that I needed to get to where I wanted to be. And I started doing a lot of personal development work and working on my mindset and you know, really looking at things that were keeping me stuck and getting really curious with myself, Mm. you know, because up until that point, I knew what to do. You know, 2022, I knew what I needed to be doing. I wasn't doing it though. Yeah. You know, I was allowing certain things to keep me stuck. I was allowing fear of judgment, fear of being wrong, fear of not getting it right, fear of you know, people misunderstanding me, people not seeing my heart. Mm. You know, I was allowing all of that to keep me exactly where I was and I was exhausted. Yeah. I was exhausted from it and, you know, it wasn't until, yeah, the end of 2022 and it was like, okay, like get curious because Mm. the only way to move forward is to actually do what you're really fucking scared to do because you know you have to do it. And it's just kind of been the way I've led this year is like, that feels scary, I'm fucking in. Like, that feels scary, yep, I'm doing it. Yep, Mm. that feels scary, full body fuck yes. Like, I'm just (laughs) going to do it. (laughs) What for you even in that was like that first initial, I guess, scary step? Like, you know, there's always a moment Mm. where, you know, there's a build up, you know, there's a lead up and then it's, okay, this is a thing. This is my first kind of even entry point to what is about to be the unraveling of, of everything yeah. in a sense. Do you know what? I remember this so clearly. It was January 13th and I, I remember <laughs> and I, I had, someone had sent me a photo of myself from like a conference or something and I used that photo and I put up on my stories it was something along the lines of you're not even going to know me in like a month's time or you're not even going to know me 
in like mm. something along those lines because I already felt in those like short weeks with you I was fucking moving so quickly yeah I was like just like developing so much awareness and choosing to do things that scared the fuck out of me mm. and it felt really good and I just yeah. knew I could feel it within myself that I was changing, I was evolving, I was moving, I was doing things that I knew not a lot of people were doing. And, yeah, I was like, you know, it, when I, it was like very like, oh, the audacity of this, like, statement right here. Am I actually going to post this? Because in the back of my mind, I was like, if I post this, I'm committed you know, if I post this, I'm like, I'm in. And I was like, Ugh. post. And it was a story. It lasted like 24 hours. But I remember it so yeah. vividly because it was almost like not only was I saying, you know, what was on my heart, it was actually just like you're you're doing this, Kayla, and you are not going to look back. Mm. And... I remember feeling at times, you know, days at a time would go by and I'm like, fuck, who was I yesterday? Yeah. Who was I last week? Mm. Who was I last month? And that has been like the, you know, narrative of this year. It's like I've, I've just felt so much growth and evolution within myself and, you know, the finances and like the business and everything that's you know, come off the back of that has been a byproduct of what I've been doing. But when I, I look at success so differently now, mm. you know, like I am so happy. I, my life is so fucking incredible. Like, you know, someone could take my business from me and I'd be like, fuck, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'll just start again. Because I know, I know business, but it's the internal happiness, it's the internal trust, it's the, my mind, my heart, like everything is just so free. Mm. And that feels like success. And isn't it incredible that in less than 12 months, your entire perspective on success and your experience around success has shifted? Mm. You know, to think about you at the end of 2022 and it's crazy to think that we're nearly at the end of 2023 but you're at that stage then and it's really the conversation around like success without fulfillment is the greatest failure you can ever experience mm. you know getting to the peak of your career the peak of your talent like whatever it may be and not feeling fulfilled mm is the greatest failure and that's exactly what you were moving through yeah where it's like why am I not happy mm. why am I not fulfilled why does it look and seem like I have it all and I've got it all from an external perspective yet mm. internally I'm not even kind of fulfilled and I do think that in every single person's journey particularly business you do hit this point where it's like enough's enough mm. I don't want this if it's going to be this way. I don't want the money if it has to come through this path. I don't want the clients if this is the time I have to trade. Like whatever mm. whatever the thing is, you just hit that point. And when I think about 
our relationship, your journey, what the last, what, 10, 12 months have been, mm. it's almost insane to think that that has happened in that period of time where even speaking about things that happened in Jan or Feb I'm like that can't have been Jan or Feb but it but it was and really your growth in that time from a personal perspective a business perspective your coaching perspective Mm -hmm. even how different your businesses look now is huge but it has all really come down to the human first approach and also Mm -hmm. just working on working on you and what you actually want and Mm -hmm the time collapse in that has been actually really insane to even think about. I remember the first two weeks of you and that mini mind. Mm. I remember our first one-to-one container. I remember where I was when we were on an audio call and exactly where I was standing when we both experienced a very pivotal moment for you in terms of just Mm. awareness around things coming into place and being like, oh, I can see it. You know, I can see the things now and I understand why maybe I felt this way. And Mm. it was prior to some really big things happening for you in in both your business Mm. and your life. And now I'm like, wow, that wouldn't even be a conversation because you have completely transcended that. And Mm. within that period of time, it's just, it's hard to believe that the Kayla who's sitting across from me now (laughs) is also the Kayla that I was on an audio call with in what, March or maybe even April, like just insane what's moved in that time yeah it it is it's crazy and you know I think this work has strengthened so many parts of my life you Mm. know I have so much more compassion for others you know I have so much more compassion for myself and my relationships with my children are strengthened my relationship with my husband has strengthened it's life-changing you know this journey has been yeah absolutely life-changing is Mm. it's hard to put into words because there's so much going on inside Mm. that it's hard to even articulate the transformation internally that has taken place and you know and you know firsthand like how gnarly a lot of the shit has been for me you know and it's been so vulnerable well I've led with so much vulnerability at times a lot of the time but those periods have always led me to my biggest breakthroughs Mm -hmm. and you know I look back of you know those first conversations we were having and it's like wow that was even a conversation because it's like I just see it so clearly now you Mm -hmm. know and even when you you know reflect things back to me and it's like shit like I fucking see it everywhere you know and it's like when you see it you get to catch it and just like hold that compassion for yourself and continue moving forward and there's just so much more to life than sweating the small stuff or like worrying about stuff that is none of your goddamn business yeah and even worse worrying about stuff that you actually have the power to change correct I think that's probably the biggest thing and even you talking about 
being able to have the awareness to actively catch it, but then mm. also actively pursue whatever change needs to happen mm. is easily the most life-changing tool that you will ever, ever have and ever be able to mm. just embody and utilise in your own life. And it does change everything, you know, mm. even thinking about the relationships that you have with your clients and colleagues and Coaches, mentors, husband, mm. kids, like everything, sister, mum, like yeah. so many different relationships. It's it's a ripple effect. And I think that's the hardest thing to articulate to anyone who's potentially like, I don't get this. I don't get what you do. I don't get the work, whatever. It's a ripple effect and it impacts every single person around mm. you. So, yes, the change starts with you, but then it, it flows on and people around you start to hold themselves to a higher mm. standard and people around you start to communicate more effectively. Mm. And it really is the most incredible thing. And I feel a massive thing for you in terms of that vulnerability conversation mm. is, you know, that's actual courage. I think yeah. courage used to look like doing hard things and being resilient and, mm -hmm. you know, having grit and whatever. Actual courage is vulnerability mm -hmm. and actual courage is, is leaning in and being able to, you know, drop the facade and mm -hmm. tell a real story and be truthful and yeah. be honest. And you have led with your heart massively this year. Yeah. And by far, that is the catalyst for your growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah. And, you know, I, I even see that with, you know, my own private clients and my mm. students and, you know, that ripple effect that you, you speak to, it's like, yeah, I'm not only, Im or we're not only impacting the lives of our clients or of our students, it's like their children, their, their partners, their, you know, family. It's like this work is felt so far and wide mm. you know my clients some of them are mums some of them aren't some of them are wanting to have families and yeah. it's like they are going to be incredible mothers because of mm. the work that they're choosing to do yeah you know they're already incredible humans doing incredible things but even just seeing you know, their lives transforming before my eyes is incredible because it's like, this mm. is it. Yeah. This is this is the feeling I want everyone to experience. And what's really sad is that a lot of people don't choose to do this work because it's yeah. fucking hard. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. And you need courage. Yeah. Like you, you need, need to have be, courage. Yeah. You need to be really brave and yeah lean into discomfort because mm. it's very very uncomfortable but yeah you know and this is something I always say to my private clients is on the other side of that discomfort is like you know think about like an endless ocean mm. you know you feel so free it's limitless in it a sense is. yeah it is because you feel equipped you feel equipped to be like you know what no matter what I know I've got me mm. and I think that in itself is an experience and a feeling that not everyone will have mm -hmm. in their life and unfortunately that's by choice yeah you know because anyone can choose this that's anyone so true. and it's in a moment yes. it's like no one's exclusive to this it's not mutually exclusive to these people or mutually exclusive to these people and sure we're not sitting here saying you need to go and invest 30k in a mentor or something <laughs> like that at all it's just what's the first room you put yourself in 
do you consume more podcasts? Mm. Do you sign up to that course you've been on the fence about? Do you like whatever it looks like? There's so many ways that you can put your foot in the door yeah. and put your you know name in the hat mm. and just put yourself in the arena like get on get the field start the running around yeah get in yeah. the game like get involved because yeah. it's just a choice to sit on the sidelines and I think that's the most mm. powerful thing that you can ever do and in my eyes too it's the most selfless thing that you can ever do committing to this work because it is scary you need to be brave it takes a lot mm. of courage but once you're in it you know that all of the unhealthy patterns all of the thoughts all of the limiting beliefs all of the things that have held you back you committing to this work means that stops with you so if you have kids if you're having a family if you have a partner if you're around you know your siblings your family whatever it stops with you and it's a declaration of you being like I'm going all in on myself it's so fucking scary. It's terrifying. I don't want to do it. There's so much resistance, but I'm going to be the one to push beyond that and move beyond that mm. because I want these things to stop with me. And when I think of it in that way, for me, it's a forever commitment because I want everything to stop with me mm. and for whatever needs to start to start with me. Mm. And it's the most selfless and selfish thing you can yeah. do in the most positive way either yeah. side. And it's really powerful. Mm, it's so true. It's, you know, choosing to go first. You mm. know, I didn't know anyone who really had a mentor and I've had mentors before, but, mm. you know, like I said to you earlier, I was like, not like this. <laughs> I don't know what that yeah. was, but like, mm. you know, and it, yeah, it's really choosing to go first, but also setting a standard of, you know, again, what you're available for and what you're not and like having that buck stop with you it's like oh yeah. wow like I used to be able to talk to Kayla about this and now she's not interested it's like I'm it just doesn't serve my peace yeah. and it doesn't serve yours and like yes there's times and places to you know bring in certain things but I think a lot of people spend too much time worrying about what everyone else is doing instead of like what they can actually action themselves. Yeah, it's easily the biggest trap that I think most people get stuck in and I've definitely been in before plenty of mm. times in my life, but focusing so much on what we can't control mm. and what we can't change instead of focusing on what we can control and can change. Mm. And that in itself is going to be the biggest restraint and just constraint that you ever feel in your life because it's like wow I'm always focusing on things that I can never actually move mm. and that's always going to be a limitation it's always going to be met with so much resistance and mm. of course you feel stuck yeah and I used an analogy the other day I think in a line about you mm. and I definitely mentioned it on one of the frequency mm. membership calls but it's like as humans we're not a tree you know, you're not stuck. Mm. You're not planted in the one spot and you have to grow and live there for 80 years until one day you fall down. It's like you can move. Mm. And I think too many people, as silly as it sounds, treat themselves like a tree yeah. where it's like, I'm stuck. This is who I am. This is how I think. This is what I believe. This is the way life is. Mm. In that mindset, not only is it so limiting, mm. but that's all you're ever going to be. It's all you're ever going to do. And for anyone and even everyone that I've interviewed on the podcast, it's like there's such a common theme in I just chose differently. Mm. You know, at every point in, in something big happening or shifting, 
it's, well, I just chose a different path. I just chose to lean in. I just chose to do the hard thing. Mm. It all comes down to choice. And as humans, it's like it's the one thing that we have power over Mm. is to choose. So true. And we we disempower ourselves a lot by Mm. actually – yeah, outsourcing power and thinking, no, this is just the way it all is. Yeah. And I'm like, it's untrue. Mm. It's untrue. And that that perspective and that mindset mm. is the thing that's keeping you stuck. Yeah, it is. It's, you know, I even think about like, you know, up until that point, you know, I would try and convince myself, you know, you're, you're always busy. So, you know, you're successful. Mm. Or, you know, even if I thought about, changing something or bringing something in I was also very much like oh but I've always done it this way so I've just got to keep doing it that way it was like you know being able to hold contradicting myself and now it's like well I contradict myself all the time because I'm growing every day Mm -hmm. and you know it's like making decisions to close a salon or close part of a business or pivot some somewhere it's like that feels easy for me now yeah you know and I really want to empower other women to see their true potential and not feel like they're stuck in you know a business or a job or you know whatever relationship or like whatever it is Mm. you like you say it's like you always have the power of choice and you get to show up and do what's required of you to make whatever it is you desire happen. Mm. And we're, we're evidence of that. It's yeah. like really cool to even just sit and reflect and go, like 12 months ago, I was not this person. Mm. You know, even six months ago, I was not this person. It's like... Yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. who am I? Who am yeah. I going to be next week? And that excites me as well. It's like... Mm. Yeah, this beautiful journey of evolution. Yeah. It's it's something that I think every single person needs to actively pursue always is evolving. And if you're not evolving, well, what was that quote I heard once? It's like if you're not – yeah, if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's silly to say, but I'm like it's true. Like if you're not evolving, what are you doing? And it doesn't feel good. It's not an empowering way to live your life. And no matter what it looks like for you, whether it's business, mindset, relationships, career, whatever, Mm. it's like you want there to be a natural evolution in that. And for you in terms of like the coaching and mentoring side of things, Mm. if there was someone on the fence right now who's like, wow, I've followed Kayla for the longest Mm. time. I've wanted to lean in. I've wanted to do the thing. I've wanted to be brave. Mm. What would you say to her? I would say lead with courage and listen to your intuition Mm. because she never fucking lies. No. And she's fucking got your back. And, you know, when I think about all the pivotal moments in my life, it was honestly my intuition. Yeah. Saying yes or no. And it was like, I remember there's been times where I've like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. And it's been like, oh, it doesn't feel Mm. good. And it's always been like I should have listened to my intuition yeah you know I think 
Yeah, intuition. Listen mm-hmm. to your intuition. And if you feel a pull, if you feel like I'm your person, lean in because it's fucking magic. Yeah. It's so cool even mm. you saying that around intuition because that is your consciousness. You know, that's that higher part of yourself that actually wants you to evolve and grow. Mm. And when she says yes, it's like that's your truth. That's your honest 100% truth and then we try and backtrack and we move quickly into subconscious and it's like the justification and all the moving parts when really it's like what was your immediate response because that's the truth. Anything after that point is logic and limiting beliefs and past conditioning and limitations that you've placed on yourself coming into to play in the decision. Mm -hmm. You have to trust and I love that and thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I've loved having you. And for anyone listening who wants to find you and follow you on your socials, where can they find you? Um, I'm on Instagram at I am Kayla Sony or Kayla Sony Coaching on Facebook. Amazing. And for anyone confused on spelling, we will have everything below in the show notes. But thank you so much for joining me. And for anyone listening, make sure you head over to Instagram, follow Kayla and follow the podcast at The Influential CEO and make sure you jump in and join the Facebook community as well. And I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye, guys.